So I say this every Thursday at this time. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. Watch cable news for 55 years and, and network TV. No one comes close to this guy. I know Tucker Carlson's great today. He ain't no Bill O'Reilly, folks. Not even close. He is the best. His website, BillOReilly.com, is tremendous. Great interviews, great columns, great TV. His killing series continues to kill it. Killing the Witches will be next in this amazing run of terrific books. Was on the road with the man who was in East Palestine, Ohio, yesterday, not that long ago. And, of course, does a tremendous show, 9 o'clock Every weeknight right here. And when I get a 7.6, you bet your ass this guy is part of the reason why, a major part of the reason, he's my friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. I'm eating uh, apple slices here, Sid, and I'm, I'm curious, are you still on that keto diet? Or are you uh, <laughs> no. are you still doing that? No, listen, I, I, I eat relatively healthy, but I fall just short full of the keto diet, yes. All right, so you sneak in a bagel in now and then? Of course. All right. Cheesecake. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I don't want you to get too lean and mean. No, I, no, that's not going to happen. Mean never. I'm never mean. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I couldn't be more happier these days. And. I, 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 I'm sure you are, too. I mean, you're doing great. BillOReilly.com is doing great. The Killing Series is doing great. you got to be very happy. You know, uh, it's interesting to watch the morning numbers on radio in New York. Um, I think I know the New York media as well as anybody on the planet. It's very difficult to cut through so many stations. And in our uh, modern age, a lot of people don't listen to the radio. They uh, get it on the computer, the laptop, the phone, whatever. So in order to do the kind of audience you are doing, you have to bring something different that they can't get anywhere else. And, and then that's what I did on the O'Reilly factor. I mean, I just looked at the camera. I said, look, I'm never going to deceive or mislead you, even if it hurts me in the ratings. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to back it up. And I got enough audience who respected that to dominate for 16 years. With you, it's authenticity, uh, native New Yorker, ethnic guy, been around, got hammered, uh, <laughs> then um, arose from that, which shows character. And, and it might not be a New Yorker listeners to WABC might not be able to articulate all that, but they know it. And so I'm very happy. I'm very happy that uh, you're number one. And, um, Thank you. Uh, you know, Thank you. And, and I'm not saying that in any pandering way, because if I wasn't happy, I'd hit you right between the eyes. And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. Uh, yes, you would. I know you're authentic uh, in your statement there, too, and I appreciate it and love you very, very much. I really do, Bill. I was thinking about you last night. I was watching one of your protégés uh, there, Jesse Waters. And uh, I watch him every night. I like him. I like him and Tucker. And he has basically talked about this Joe Biden visit to Ukraine as a, quote, photo op. He, of course, he keeps going back to East Palestine. Americans are dying. And finally, Buttigieg showed up this morning. But Biden doesn't care. All he cares about is his, quote, unquote, photo op. He's reduced it to that. Is he closer to the truth or is Jesse playing the Republican game? You know, I can't say, but I wouldn't do a commentary like that because I couldn't back that up with any facts. So what I did last night, and I hope you'll take the time to uh, to watch it today, later today, yes. on BillOReilly.com, um, was I brought in the best expert in the country, a guy named Dr. Graham Allison, who was the dean of the Kennedy School at Harvard when I was there. 30 years ago. He still talks to me. So wow. um, 
uh, and he provided an analysis that nobody's provided. And, and here it is, basically, in, in not a long-winded but, but concise way. It doesn't really matter why Joe Biden went to Ukraine. What matters is that Putin is stopped, that Putin gets bloodied here. Because if he doesn't and he wins, then this is an endless conflict that's going to cause the United States way more money than $150 billion, which is an astronomical amount of money, by the way. Okay, But if Putin would win, then he would continue. Belarus would go. Moravia would go. Uh, Moldova, I'm sorry, Moldova would go, and it would never end. And he'd be strutting around just like Adolf did in 1938. Right. There's not much of a difference between those two men. I mean, there's a scale difference. And then added to that, you've got China, who is just watching this thing, hoping that the West will fold so it can go in and take over Taiwan and God knows what else. So this is a global catastrophe that most people don't understand. They reduce it to petty politics. And to me, that doesn't serve anyone. No, I think you're right. And I'm glad you said global catastrophe because you and I kind of joked around last week about my reoccurring guest, Gordon Chang, who whenever he comes on, he makes a bad situation even worse. But he's been saying for weeks, folks, with the Chinese and the Russians now allies and the Chinese clearly helping out here, this is the beginning stages of World War III. Now, is that too much? Yes. It is. Yeah, that's his opinion. But things can change dramatically. And the Chinese know if they go in and arm Putin, that sanctions will be put upon them immediately. That will hurt China because China's economy is wobbly now. They can barely feed their 1.5 billion people. You saw what happened when they tried to lock down the COVID uh, thing in China. The people took to the streets. So these totalitarian countries, they're not stable. So to say, well, this is the beginning of World War III. Now, if China were to go in militarily to, to Taiwan, then I would say, okay, Gordon, but not yet. What if Putin goes into Poland? That's impossible. He doesn't have enough troops to do it. He's getting hammered in Ukraine, a thousand Russian casualties a day, more than a hundred thousand killed and wounded. That's more more dead Russians in a year than entire Vietnam War for us. Wow. So this, he's he can put up and say whatever he wants. This is not working out well for him. Right. So you don't withdraw and recede yet. Now, let me give you one more caveat to show the people who are skeptical of my analysis. I would not give Ukraine fighter jets, F-16s, because if you do that, the Ukrainians will go into Russia and bomb. That will turn the Russian people who are dubious about Putin now, okay, into his favor. Hmm. And give Putin an excuse to up the war. And he's got weapons to do that. So you've got, this is a chess game. And, and when I see these cable pundits, with all due respect to all of them, most of these men and women do not have the intellectual capacity 
to understand issues like this. And I, I hate to sound like a snob. I mentioned Harvard a little bit ago, but <laughs> I paid my way through there. Okay? I earned my degree from there. And I did it. I left Inside Edition, which I had made into a success. All right? I left that show making millions of dollars to go back to school. And I paid my dues, and I know what I'm talking no, about. No, you don't. No, you don't have to defend yourself with me. Uh, as I say every time, the best, now and forever. And you really are, because you are not just smarter, but less ignorant. These folks don't pay attention to detail. Again, you got Jesse on one side, Rachel Maddow on the other. But that does beg the question, if it's not a photo op, and it's not the greatest thing since sliced bread that Biden was there, it's probably somewhere in the middle what is your assessment of the job Biden has done lately, not initially? Well, this doesn't have anything to do with Biden. I mean, Biden goes where he's told to go um, by his handlers. And there are four or five of them led by Susan Rice, the top domestic advisor. But by going there, Europe covers it favorably. They cover that favorably. Usually Europe doesn't like us. Um, and it and it bolsters morale. That that's the only thing. It'll be be forgotten in two weeks. So there was no downside to me for him going there. There was a downside for him because he fell down the stairs. <laughs> Up the stairs. Kind of used to that now. <laughs> now. Where's Chevy Chase when we need him? Um, so anyway, I, I didn't see a downside. Well, hold on, but there, there, he, there is yeah, one I don't downside. believe he, he's the orchestrator of anything, Biden. Right. And that's frightening to me, by the way. Well, there is a downside, at least, again, if you pay attention to the media, especially the right-wing media. The downside is, while he was paying attention to a photo op in Ukraine, and those sirens you heard were choreographed and not real, chicken, fish dying, people coughing up blood, cancer becoming a real concern in Ohio. So that begs this question. Let's play Jesse Waters' game. Better photo op. The president in Ukraine or the former president yesterday in Ohio? Well, it was a photo op for Trump in Ohio, but he's smart to do it. So he, he tells the people of Ohio, look, I care about you. Right? Yeah, that, I think, that's I think the he message. does. That's the message. Now, yeah. if you don't like Trump, you're never going to give him credit for anything. But right. the message is, I took the time to come up here and buy everybody McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> it's a photo op. Biden's totally ignored it. Just like he's totally ignored the border. Just like he totally ignored inflation. Just like he's totally ignored fentanyl. I mean, it, the list is endless, which is why I say he's the second worst president in our entire history for the first two years. And who was the first again? James Buchanan. Right, right. James the, Buchanan. Uh, president yeah. before yeah. Lincoln, yeah. who allowed the South to insurrect and did nothing for four years about it. So what do you expect to happen? You know, it's funny. I can tell you every player on the 1955 Brooklyn Dodgers, that's how I've reared in this business in sports. I don't know uh, much about the presidents. In my lifetime, the only guy I would say was worse on the same level, and I hate saying it now because he's in critical condition, is 39 Jimmy Carter. But one thing that happens, Bill, which is so wonderful in life, is when somebody gets very sick, or somebody dies, and I know Habitat for Humanity is a great thing, and Carter's done amazing things since leaving office, but we have a habit of propelling people 
almost uh, making them deities when they're very sick and or dying. Because for a lot of years, all I heard about Jimmy Carter was he was the worst. It's a matter and a show of respect for the office of the presidency. It's a good thing that people honor Jimmy Carter in the last days of his life. There's no downside to that. There's a separation between Jimmy Carter, the man, and I met him a few times, and I'm not thrilled with him. He hated me. Oh, Jesus, he hated me. Oh, boy. But I don't do that. You don't have to like me. But he was kind of ordinary and, and all of that in person. People didn't know that, but he did a tremendous amount of good in the charitable realm. He was a terrible president. He wasn't qualified for the office. Okay, He ran Georgia, but so what? Um, and he got in, he was way in, over his head, didn't know how to solve problems. He has that in common with Biden. They don't know or care very much. I think Carter cared. Biden absolutely does not care about solving vexing problems. Last one, I saw a poll this morning that had DeSantis beating Trump again. You know, weeks ago it was DeSantis beating Trump. Yeah. Then Trump rallied. I know the polls don't matter. I know, right. but... But we are setting up, especially with Trump's visit yesterday, if this guy really does jump in now, once his police tour is done, what a behemoth battle between Donnie and Ronnie coming up, yes? Donnie and Ronnie. Yeah. I like like that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't they a group in, uh, that was Paul and Paula, I'm sorry. Hey, Paula. Um, Donnie and Ronnie. Yeah. Okay. It would be. It would be a political event. Okay. It would be something. Uh, I'm going to go down and talk to uh, President Trump in three weeks. Oh, wow. I don't know whether I'll be able to make that conversation public or not. I'm going to have to ask him, you know, is this off the record or can I, you know, tell people what you're telling me? But I haven't seen him in a while. And so I'm going to go down to Mar-a-Lago and uh, get a free meal. Oh, that's always that's good. That's number one. But you got to go Wednesday because I've been told you know better than me, but Wednesday is seafood night. That's the best night of the week at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I don't know that. Um, I don't hang with the Mar-a-Lago <laughs> swells. I know two things. It's going to be warmer in Florida than yes. it is here yep. in the middle of March, yep. and I'm getting a free supper. <laughs> that's what I know. Now, are you going down to discuss uh, something very specific or just like an all-encompassing welcome back conversation? It's up to him. Okay, gotcha. Okay, well, you know, when I discuss things with presidents, and almost all of them, with the exception of Jimmy Carter, um, have, you know, wanted to have conversations with me uh, about certain things, including Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. Um, I don't push it. Whatever they want, I'm respectful. Right. Uh, And then I give my honest opinion, which is why they want to talk to me, because they know I'm not going to blow smoke. Oh, you're the best with Trump. And I said, when I first found out, I told you this, many years ago when he was running, you know, you would give him a hard time. He deserved it. I know. but He 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 deserved a hard time. But he would stop talking to other people. He never stopped talking to you because he respects you. Even your Super Bowl interviews were great. I mean, I couldn't believe it this year if you got to talk about this, Bill, but there was no Biden Super Bowl interview. No, I thought he was going to do the Soul Train interview. (laughs) Okay, he and the OJs were going to be out there, and in between um, songs, they were going to ask him questions. Fox Soul. I didn't even know there was a Fox Soul. When I was there, Fox didn't have any soul. I, I was singing Four Tops in the Hall. People go, shut up. 
Now they have Foxhole. What is that? I don't know. What a disaster. But at any rate, uh, this conversation was great. It always is. Any good deals these days on BillOReilly.com for your latest yeah, books? Yeah, we want everybody to get on Team Normal. So there's two teams in the USA, two teams in New York, Team Normal and Team Crazy. And we know who the Team Crazies are, but Team Normal needs some gear. I got it. Hats, shirts, bugs, bumper stickers. Get on the team. I love and it. it's non-political. Right. You could be liberal and be on Team Normal. I, you can't work for MSNBC and be on Team Normal. <laughs> well, you, you can't. Yeah. But if you're just a, a liberal person, we like you. Get the Team Normal stuff. Show the colors. I love it. BillOReilly.com. Love it. Yep. Hey, Bill, as always, great conversation. You're the absolute best. Thank you so much. And uh, the rating success, again, you, you play a major, major role in that. So thank you so much. All right, congrats, Sid. Thank Talk you. next week. Take Bye. care. The great Bill O'Reilly, the man, 9 o'clock weeknights here on WABC. And, of course, BillOReilly.com.